0: Climate Conversations on Afternoons with Helen Farmer.
1: With Dubai Holding, together for the good of tomorrow.
0: Connecting businesses and individuals to minimise food waste. There's an app for that. We're speaking to Katha McCrash, the CEO of Win Sustainably, who wants you to bag a foodie bargain for the good of the planet. It's a brand new company, Soft Launch. And my goodness, I'm really glad we're, uh, we're among the first to hear about it. How are you, Katha?
2: Great, thank you.
0: Tell us a little bit about your background. Have you always worked in sustainability? And I guess, what problem are you looking to solve with your app and company?
2: So my background is in HR and payroll. I am a compliance director, nothing related to sustainability. But since I moved to Dubai, I always had like a soft spot for um, food loss. And uh, I just, it was a problem that... Pushed me to look for solutions, so that's how I dived into uh, the impact of climate, ch- uh, of food waste on climate change. And um, do we have any data on it? Do we know how much food is wasted
0: annually across the planet? Tons. What what numbers are we talking about? And I, I looking by your face, they're going to be scary.
2: Yeah, it's 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 um, it's significant. We talk about. Um, Billions of of, uh, of food globally, and look when you when we deep dive into UAE, it represents on a yearly basis 3.8 million tons. Wow, uh, that includes food industry as well as households. The the supply chain. It's really the whole ecosystem. Because there are different stages where there can be food waste from
0: you know the farms to storage to you know shops to us as individuals planning or not planning so which area of that chain are you addressing with wind sustainably
2: well we actually are addressing it on all fronts uh, i didn't want to come with a solution that was one sided uh, because the impact would be not um, not, not significant enough for me uh, so we work we offer ab 2 b solution and b2c so we work from supply chain to consumer how how is through technology. We actually blended technology with green thinking on the application that is named Khalil, And Khalil means in Arabic reduce, less. Uh, we actually connect every type of business that has extra food items to uh, individuals or businesses that are willing to buy it at promotional prices. So basically distributors can sell it to food businesses Um, And they use it for instant consumptions anyways. And the same for local eateries. If they have extra portions, they can list it on the app and we make it available to consumers who are looking for good deals. Wow.
0: that's I mean, there's a lot of logistics going on behind the scenes there. You're in soft launch now. When is it going to be ready for someone to bag a bargain? And you've got a win box. Is that what it's called?
2: Yes. So from November it will be available for the end user. Uh, now we are working with uh, b- with businesses, so distributors and connecting them to food businesses. Um, and how it works is that we offer win boxes. That actually it's a bundle of uh, different food items at discounted price from 50 to 70 percent. So because the impact of food waste um, has different levels, it is. And it has an impact on the environment, on our wallets, and um, on 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 the ecosystem. So we say we make sure that we offer the solution that benefits everybody. It's a win win solution for everyone.
0: That's a huge reduction in price when we think about cost of living, fifty to seventy percent off. What kind of food items are you expecting to go into those
2: boxes? So depending on the it is actually categorized in type of food. So from grocery store to uh, restaurants and bakeries. From there, the user can actually s- browse and find their taste. Because remember, we have 26,000 food businesses in Dubai only. So for sure, everybody will find something that they enjoy. Wow. So for anyone listening
0: today, and I'm thinking about from you know, a restaurant point of view, if they have their own ET, are you onboarding
2: businesses right now? Yes, we are just last week we helped a distributor that had over 600 kgs of dark organic chocolate coming all the way from ecuador was about to expire had two two weeks actually before best buy date not expiry date and through collaboration with food watch dubai municipality we managed to get a six month extension and you know every people could taste the 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 amazing chocolate rather than having it you know End up on the landfill.
0: Wow! Um, can I? W- so this is, as you say, B 2 B, but also B 2 C. It's going to be launching in November. Can you? Would you mind repeating the name of the app? Q A L I L. Is it available for download yet? Yes. Okay. So that's the app you need to get to bag a win box at serious serious discount. And I love the idea of you know, just checking checking what's available on any given day. We think about seasonality. We think about, you know, what people might have ordered or overordered. We, you know, We think about restaurant cancellations and things happening in the kitchen there. We're going to be speaking to Omar from Boca in just a few minutes. But for everyone listening today on the individual basis, what are some of the things, Katha, that you do at home with kind of food waste in mind that maybe we could be learning from as well?
2: So actually, because I speak a lot with executive chefs, I learn along the way uh, as well. So uh, the, the recently I learned that, um, you know, we buy our fruits from the fruit and veg market and we buy them big quantities with the watermelon. Usually uh, the remaining I would just throw away. Now I learned to actually cut it, boil it, so boil it in hot in water for an hour. And then um, and add sugar into it, and then actually it let it cool down, and the kids eat it as candy. really? Yes, I didn't know I also and it's amazing it really tastes it tastes like like it's a sweet dessert, and the kids think it's candy, so it's healthy and it's uh, healthy healthier yeah. It was better than going in the landfill.
0: (laughs) I thought I was doing well with composting. You're taking it to the next level. Um, We've had a number of people asking about the website. So it is winsustainably.com. And there's a link on there for downloading the app. Is that right?
2: Yes. And also an info sheet if they want us to contact them.
0: So if you are interested in finding out more, maybe you you didn't get the spelling, you can send me the word WIN if you want. I'd be very happy to send you the website um, with the link to download the app so you can get your WIN box I love the sound of this. I think that's really... um, The best business ideas are problem solvers, but this is beyond a business. This is really, really for the good of the planet. And uh, next step of the world, I've got a feeling this is going to just keep growing and growing. Thank you so much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. I love the idea of identifying that issue and not just sitting at home and thinking, someone should do it. You've actually done it. Huge congratulations, Kerta.
2: Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure.
0: Climate Conversations on Afternoons with Helen Farmer.
1: With Dubai Holding, together for the good of tomorrow.
0: Just been hearing there about an app that's soon to launch that is going to be connecting businesses to us individuals, bagging a bargain of food that would have otherwise gone to waste. One restaurant that may not even require that service is Boca. They have got a coveted green star from Michelin. Um, Joining an exclusive list of restaurants across the globe that stand out for their Unwavering Commitment to Sustainable Gastronomy. And speaking now to their Chief Sustainability Officer, Omar Shahab, speaking to us live. How are you, Omar?
3: Good, Alan. Thank you.
0: It's so lovely to have you with us. And you've become such a welcome voice and face of sustainability when we think about fine dining restaurants and places that really do care. Tell us a little bit about why that's been a priority at Boca, because I really feel like you were, if not the first, and certainly among the first in the city, to really put that message front and centre. But why?
3: I think it's, uh, you know, where we are today has been a a journey. Uh, We didn't achieve this overnight. Uh, It's been a lot of curiosity that we had over the years. It started off uh, from day one, when we when we said because we're a homegrown brand we want to dedicate parts of our menu to feature ingredients that we can find here in the uae and we turned simply to the 1400 kilometers of coastline that we have access to so fish and seafood that was on the sustainable list on the of the the fishing calendar that is available on the ministry of climate change website it really started small uh we then started introducing to uh we got introduced to a lot of local Providers from Dibebe Oysters to uh, leafy greens and, and uh, organic, traditional hydroponic farms that then evolved into a conscious waste management approach. Mm-hmm. We assigned a waste officers because we really wanted to understand uh, in, in hard facts and data how much waste we're producing so that we can uh, prioritize our, our efforts. And that then, you know, we started looking at our resources overall and, and what is our real impact and then really truly measured through a carbon emission report that we uh, published recently.
0: You are incredibly transparent, um, and I think it's really important to note that you can't change anything unless you can measure it. You know, unless you've got that data, you, you you can't be having those small and big wins. In terms of changes that you have made since the inception of Boca, what what can you tell us that maybe is happening behind the scenes in the kitchen or even before food gets to the kitchen that diners might not even know
3: about? Absolutely. The data was extremely instrumental in setting targets. Uh, it allowed us to understand what is, where is the real impact coming from? Or at least where can we create or have a, a big impact? So when we realized that our biggest waste category by weight was glass, we were then able to have new conversations with our suppliers, um, ask them to maybe pick up the empty bottles after it's been consumed. Uh, we, have now, we have now a dedicated system that uh, takes obviously all of that waste into a recycling facility. It has its own challenges, but at least we're we're taking care of that. Mm-hmm. Our biggest, our highest uh, category of waste by impact was used cooking oil, and for that there's a very simple solution. We have two companies here in the UAE that will pick up that used oil and transform it into biodiesel. And with that, with that, we are able to shave off uh, almost five percent of our overall overall emissions. And I'm not a restaurant that does a lot of frying, so imagine other restaurants that 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 this is a heavy part of their operation. Mm-hmm. You could shave up up to 20% of your emissions.
0: And you know, that we are talking about doing for the good of the planet, but there's also a huge argument for doing this for your bottom line as well, making sure you're not overbuying and food is then going going into into the into the into the trash or or worse. Omar, what about our responsibility as diners? What would you love? us to be doing changing trying to be aligned with the vision for both BOCA and of course ua sustainability goals as well
3: when we set out to do this it was really a responsibility that took uh, that, that we took upon ourselves first and foremost we didn't want to impose or um, uh, uh, you know tell the guests how to dine and what to eat uh, we had small nudges we still have small nudges within our uh, menus that talk about the local ingredients that highlights some of the uh, farmers and producers that we work with that talks about some of the elements or ingredients that would be considered waste, but we introduce them back in the menu. Mm -hmm. Uh, Things like tomato skin and tomato water that usually ends up uh, being discarded or uh, milk that's about to expire. We make cheese out of it, put it back into our dishes. So it was really subtle. Um, ideas and thoughts that we infuse within our menus. Because we understand that we are first and foremost in the business of hospitality. Um, We promise a dining experience of a certain level. We know that people are parting their ways with their hard earned money. They've hired a nanny over the weekend or people wanna uh, catch up with friends. The last thing they wanna think about is obviously waste and where everything goes. Uh, So the promise that we set forward is really from from our side. Now, if you are curious and you want to align yourselves with um, more plant-based eating, uh, better quality meat, uh, or looking at more local ingredients, we are ready to answer that. Mm -hmm. And we've made all of that data and all of that information public, whether on our menus or through our website or through all of our communication mediums.
0: I think that's such a good point in terms of getting that balance because... No one wants to be lectured on the, on the night out. What we do want is, I guess, guilt-free dining to be able to go out and feel good about what we're eating and the thought that's gone behind it. And what about the chef's point of view? You're talking about what sounds like some really creative preparation, cooking, even storage techniques. Do the, the chefs lean into this or do they kind of rolling their eyes at you, their chief sustainability officer?
3: I think uh, I think most professionally trained chefs um, are, uh, by by trade, built to maximize the utilization of every ingredient that uh, enters the restaurant. Now, of course, if you ask most chefs, they'll tell you that they don't have waste in the in the restaurant. But I think uh, it's really highlighting the importance of uh, of, of these techniques. Uh, introducing them or uh, or narrating them to the public mm-hmm. in a way that obviously resonates with them that's um, that's something really critical um, and and shifting the entire conversation from um, luxury ingredients to look to looking at maybe humble ones that we have access to here but amplifying their flavors through preservation techniques through fermentation through pickling, through roasting so really trying to um, get the uh, you know get, get, get the shift and, and the focus towards that more than, more than anything.
0: And lastly, if we're going to come to DIFC tonight to join you in Gate Village and enjoy a beautiful feed, what are some of the key dishes that you feel? really shine a spotlight on both your food and your sustainability. What, what's going down well right now? What are you really proud of, Omar?
3: So if you start with a round of tapas or bites or snacks, uh, definitely recommend the local prawns finished in a gambasajillo style or the fried calamari. Uh, two really um, phenomenal salads that we've got. We've got uh, gazpacho that is made of tomato, and strawberry, both from Pure Harvest Smart Farms here in the UAE. We've got a salad that features native desert plants that grow here. khobez, Hommeil, and Khansur. This is a a bed of roasted eggplant with three types of quinoa and then decorated with these native desert plants. And maybe you want to finish off the main with a local sea bream that is roasted and served with a delicate uh, green curry sauce.
0: Yep, job done. I'm hungry now. (laughs) Omar, thank you so much for joining us. Keep up the amazing work. Keep fighting the good fight. And again, huge congratulations on that green star from Michelin. So, so deserved. And it's always a pleasure to catch up. Thank you so much. If you want details of Boca, it's there. Gate Village, DIFC. And that was Omar Shahab, the Chief Sustainability Officer. Climate Conversations on Afternoons with Helen Farmer.
1: With Dubai Holding, together for the good of tomorrow.
0: Lamis Al-Hashmi, the founder of Palm Made Cutlery, is here. She was selected one of the honorees of Fast Company's Most Creative People in Business 2023 in the Saving the Planet category. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. Thank you, Helen, for having me. Thank you. Um, I have one request, which is to please do not go to my desk <laughs> and open the top drawer because it is the drawer of cutlery. Shame. Tell us a little bit about where and when this story begins. Let me. See. It began
1: around 2014, so it's been a long journey. Um, my co-founder was also my husband and partner in life. We were just walking around Jumeirah, and uh, I've probably passed by thousands of times, but my eyes caught the fronds of the date palm leaves. So these leaves get trimmed um, once or twice a year to make room for harvesting the dates. And, you know, I wondered what happens to these leaves, you know, who takes them, where do they go? And that kind of stayed with me. Um, Then we had a trip abroad. Uh, We went to Florence and we saw the hand-making paper process. And it's, you know how when you're on a journey and you just feel like you're being led somewhere? Mm -hmm. Um, I started connecting the dots. And my husband and I thought, hey, shall we try making paper at home? Now, we're not artists (laughs) or, you know, chemists. And this was completely, it shocked our family. But uh, we bought some machinery out of our uh, garage and we started making paper what, uh, yeah what, what? yes what, 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 i know what, what was
0: the plan back then was it yes. just like a fun hobby
1: yes it no it was let's try and and make uh repurpose something that's get that gets wasted we've always wanted to ha- do something meaningful something that has impact mm. i have three kids um i took a break from the corporate life and my mind was just about tr- you know trying to go somewhere a bit more meaningful mm-hmm. something i could leave behind so it started with with paper yes it did okay it did and at the time you know it would replace plastic bags paper products mm-hmm. you know could
0: go a very long way tell us about the qualities then of the date palm leaves that lend themselves to actually repurposing yes so
1: so paper is made out of trees right so it it was a very far fetched idea and a lot of people shut us down because The leaves of a date palm tree this was never something that was thought of before they'd usually cut down trees to make paper Uh, but the properties you'd be surprised i mean our date palm trees they're native trees Uh, you in dubai you've you know benefited from its dates from its shade it's such a generous beautiful uh, giving tree and yet again it has helped us in creating uh, in solving a global problem so we tried shredding the leaves um, they dried once they're dried up, we tried shredding them and then blending them the way you would blend um, uh, wood to make paper. Make like a pulp so, almost. Yes, like a pulp. So we replicated the same process. And funny enough, paper was made and it was beautiful. It was like the old style, uh, rustic brown looking paper that wasn't that had like a rough surface. Mm -hmm. Now, papermaking requires a lot of water and and we live in the desert. And at the time, we're like, okay, this is great, but how can we push this further? So um, we contacted some local universities. We spoke to professors, to students. And Helen, we wanted
0: to keep it local. So what have you combined with this raw material to make it lend itself so well to being used as cutlery?
1: Yeah. so after um, a few years of R&D, <laughs> a few years. Yes, um, we, we came to um, the conclusion if by blending the date palm waste with some plant-based biopolymers, so they're extracts of sugarcane or soybean, okay. um, they act like a glue that binds the fibres of the date palm waste together. Then, and, and then when it dries it, yes, yeah, so it works. Um, it kind of it becomes like a if you think of like a cake batter mm-hmm. or like a, a gluey material, and then it gets molded into the shape of what we've we decided to go for, which is cutlery. So uh, we have like an injection molding machine that molds it into that shape. We had yes. a question from Dom saying, could I put these in my compost? Yes, so it's certified biodegradable and compostable. If you were to put it in an industrial compost, it would take 90 days to compost. What about mine at home? So yours at home, we we are still in the process of uh, figuring out the length of time, uh, so we, I don't have an answer for the but, home compost. But I, but I could pop it in. You can pop it in. I'll, and I'll report back. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, yes. So what has the response been like? And it's been wonderful. I mean, we're also at the transitional phase where people are realizing that they need to make the switch Mm -hmm. so i feel very fortunate that you know we've launched our product at the expo which was a wonderful space for sustainability for where we could talk about palmate Mm -hmm. and we're seeing that you know there is interest people are are slowly beginning to to think about they're playing their part and switching from plastic to
0: biodegradable. Can I make a personal plea? Of course. Can you please speak to delivery companies? Because this is where yes. my, my desk drawer of shame comes from. Because yes. I yes. often, in fact, I always, whenever I see it, toggle that little button that says I don't need cutlery. Yes. And I still get it. I know. Um, it's terrible. And I know people are trying to be helpful. I'm, I'm, I promise I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but yes. it's just it just builds up. Yes. So that would be my request.
1: Fingers crossed, Helen. Oh. We are trying, and it, it boils down to economics. Unfortunately, plastic is so unfairly cheap the impact that it has out there, no one accounts for that. And so they count every penny um, and this is the battle that we're facing, but Mm. we're very hopeful, we're optimistic and inshallah soon you won't see them anymore in your
0: delivery bags. I just love the idea of how the potential for this i guess the minute knives forks, spoons what about the packaging that it comes in by the way yes so it's wrapped in craft paper so there's absolutely
1: no plastic even the glue that lines our craft paper is water-based i didn't know that the glue has plastic in it Uh, so we it is a hundred percent compostable the paper is recyclable um, there's no plastic in our product.
0: Now, you need to get another another machine for other products. But what, what yes. other things could you see this lending itself to? So,
1: so we're very excited. We're soon going to launch straws. Uh, so that's our new product. And then anything that has a short life cycle mm-hmm. that would be used, made of plastic that
0: we could replace with biodegradable material. What about, um, if anyone's listening today, maybe they've got a restaurant or a food truck or they have events that this would would work for. Are you able to take, I don't know, commissions and orders and things like that? Yeah,
1: one of our first customers was A'mar Hotels and they were pioneers in wanting to be uh, fully sustainable. The beautiful story with A'mar, and and it's like a lot of our partners, because we look at people who've made the switch as our partners, is they have lots of beautiful data Palm leaves, uh, trees. Sorry, in their communities and in their hotels. So we work together with them, and every time their landscaping team trims their, the leaves, we go collect it, and then it, it's a lovely wow. story, and it's part of the circular
0: nature of our product. I love this. If yes. anyone wants to contact you, what's the best way of getting in touch? So
1: you could reach us on our website at uh, www.palmmade. Me, um, and then we're on Instagram. Paul made bio cutlery. I mean, we're we're here. She's well, here yeah, but it's f- going to be everywhere. Yeah,
0: like a message here saying there should be a tax on plastic cutlery to reduce its use by F and B. I think it's, I think it is something we need to be taking that seriously. And we have, of course, seen big strides when it comes to plastic bags. Yes. Um, this could be this could be the next one. Yes, I'm, I'm optimistic. Climate conversations on afternoons with Helen Farmer
1: with Dubai Holding together for the good of
2: tomorrow.